Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the WIP Morning Show. We are broadcasting live today from Moorestown, New Jersey, as part of the Eagles Radiothon. A very generous donation was made by the exceptional law firm Lopez McHugh. Yes. 214 Flynn Avenue right here in Moorestown. They know how to live it up. Great spread. Barrett Brooks has already demolished the thing. Good job there, Barrett Brooks. Great panini. Appreciate you having me on, man. <laughs> We're happy to have you here, Barrett. Right. We got uh, an awful lot to deal with on what has been an extraordinary week for football fans all over the country, including right here in Philadelphia. And we will tackle that in depth today. We have great guests to help us with that. Al, is there a more... Uh, uh, a human, human uh, columnist than Mike Seal. No, he's a human. Is he, is he good at handling the human stuff? <laughs> he is. Because, frankly, no one here is good at the human stuff. All right, Rhea is. Rhea's back at the station, <laughs> by the way. Rhea, you normally handle the human stuff. Somebody has to. So if, if anything human happens during the show, <laughs> jump in, okay? Because yeah. we need your help on that. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Uh, 8 o'clock. Uh, I don't know how to do this. Barrett's going to help me. Uh, Jason Kelsey's coming out of the show. And if that was not the worst game he ever played, it was in the (laughs) top ten. Right, Al? And and normally, I don't even have to say he played poorly. Mm -hmm. He usually says it first. But, Barrett, if I acknowledge the fact that Kelsey had a bad game, that would be accurate, correct? Can I get away with that? You're a lineman. He did not play well. Well, Yeah, I mean – Nobody really played well in the line that game. No, but I don't have all the mind. I just have him on. Yeah, yeah, he well, played poorly. For his standards, absolutely. Yeah, at his standard, he was way below the standard. Yes, so definitely. that could be awkward. If it does, and he, I think he may live in Jersey, you're going to have to protect no, him if he, he gets very upset. <laughs> but I, I'm sure he does you'll not live it. in Jersey, Rear? No, I'm sure you'll handle it with grace and class. No, but if he if he lives on the other side of the bridge, I may go after him a little harder. All right, anyway, and then at 9 o'clock, 
because we have so many questions about the game on Sunday. We will travel to New York, and we will talk to our favorite New York talker, John Jastrzemski. Because, Al, you had just alluded to it before. Who's, who are the Giants going to play? Are they going to play the starters? No. Did what happened on Monday Night Football affect their decision on what to do with starters? And it's going to – what happened on Monday night, and I'm happy to be able to report, it appears some progress is made, being made by DeMar Hamlin, and that is phenomenal news. Because the last thing in the world anybody wanted was for somebody to lose their lives in an NFL game. Mm-hmm. That is unimaginable. From what I understand, it's only happened once, and it happened out to a player that once played here, Chuck Hughes. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mike Sielski did a piece on him, and we'll talk about that. Because I'm wondering, even back then, and this was the 60s, uh, did that change people's lives? Did that change the way they appreciated hmm. the game of football? So I haven't asked you yet, Barrett. You were on the field for many years in the NFL. When you see something like that, does it affect the way you're thinking the next time you take a snap? What happens? I, uh, what goes through the head of a football player after an incident like that? You definitely um, become very human on how you approach things. You start making business decisions. But those business decisions always don't come with you, you know, appreciating your health. Yeah. Man, you just come through the decision, all right, I'm making a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, you know, you got a short amount of time to maximize your money, make a potential. So you block it all out and you go out there and play. You know, understanding that you're playing a game that you worked your butt off for, the, for your entire life to play. And you get an opportunity, but something like this is always in the back of your mind. But you just push it away, man. Here's the thing, man. I, I, I developed a theory to help the Eagles this week, and it did not work. All right? And my theory was <laughs> that what had happened in the very first series of the Eagles game against New Orleans to Josh Sweat had affected the way the Eagles played the rest of the game. Because a human thing, you see your, your, a, a tremendous player having a great year on the field incapacitated 10 minutes to get them hooked up with the neck braces and all the stuff that they use there. And I went, maybe they were looking at that. And then I don't know. They didn't play the same way. No one took the bait. No one said, no, that was the reason we play better. I just, I don't have another good explanation for it. And I'm still wrestling here on Thursday of how much we should focus on the biggest game of the year for the Eagles when there's this other story that is so much more important than what we talk about. And you know what, Al? I have just convinced myself, having done this so long, that we move forward and talk about what we love, and that is these big games. Yeah. So that's the way I'm going to approach it today. But I'm not going to lie to you. This will hover. What happened to Monday Night Football will hover over every game this week and the rest of the season. Because every time someone goes down, there will be that built-in fear now that it could be even more serious than you realize in the moment. And that's really what we're looking at today. And we, are, we have great guests to deal with it, and, and, and you. And I'm going to start you right now. Joe, play the music. I'm going to – here's our contest today. All right. Because, Al, the Eagles are going to play. We know for sure they're going to play these games this weekend. Right. It's 425 Sunday afternoon, a game that either gives the Eagles the first seed or the fifth seed on the road <laughs> in the wild card. Which is a recipe for immediate expulsion from the playoffs. The New York, New York, Al, is the most famous song about any city or state. 
ever recorded. Do you realize that? Real. Most popular, done most times. We've done extensive research yeah. on this. Yeah. Ava Graham came out with this. Yeah. I don't have to tell you. She, a- Ava leaves no stone unturned. <laughs> so what we and Ava's the judge today. We need you to recommend the song that has a city or a state in the song, preferably in the title. Right oh, yeah, that'd be good. So there are only 8 million of them. Yeah. Now, what Ava has agreed to do here, Al, is she will monitor each of these selections. Mm-hmm. And then the top five, she will then announce the top five winners mm-hmm. in a medley sung by herself. Oh, medley. Yep. Uh, this part she wasn't all that oh, enthusiastic medley, about. Medley, that's not easy. Come on. But I, I said to her, <laughs> these are my final days, Ava. Come on. I got to hear that brassy, uh, that belt out of a couple of brassy tunes. So you will do it, and then the five will go in a hat, and somebody is going to the game on Sunday, the biggest game of the year, at, in the Novacare Luxury Suite. Nice. So just think of a song right now and call in and claim one of the best ones early. 215-592-9490. All right, let me start this off by giving you the latest update. It came from a member of the uh, DeMar Hamlin family, Jordan Rooney, Al. Mm -hmm. And this was his report yesterday on ESPN. The news that we will share today is um, we've got some some positive steps in the right direction. So still has a long ways to go, but in terms of what the doctors want to see, um, it's positive. I, I know you can't get too deep into that because they haven't even shared all yes. of that, but what does positive steps, what does that look like from what they've told you? To be honest, that's all I got. That just that in terms of what they were looking for and hoping to see overnight, they got, they got that. They got what they needed. Well, that's great. There were originally reports that he had been resuscitated a second time mm-hmm. at the hospital. The, the family then said no. Oh. That was not accurate, that it was just the one time on the field when uh, personnel, medical personnel on that field saved DeMar Hamlin's life. Hamlin's life. And that was uh, they are heroes to me, Al, and, and the league should take a bow for having the right people mm-hmm. in place. What happened later, I will get to, the league should not take a bow for because uh, I don't know. This is a great moment for them to show how there is a, a, a commitment to the good health of their players, mm-hmm. and they blew it. They found a way to screw it up. But uh, we'll get to that <laughs> later on. Now let's get to with how, if at all, this is going to affect the game on Sunday. Al, so let's start with the Giants. All right, the Giants have nothing to gain. Nope, nothing. And their players have just witnessed an alarming thing happen on the field. A, a, a thing that Barrett just told us, it has to make you think the next time you go on a football field. So are the Giants going to play their players, or is this another good reason to give them the week off and prepare for the playoffs the following week? Yeah, I would think they weren't going to play their players. I mean, why would you risk it? Yeah, it you, you don't think there's any residual from the fact that the <clears throat> Eagles tanked the Giants out of a playoff spot three years ago. No, it's different staff, not, a different yeah. era, didn't it? Different so you don't everything. think that's a factor at all? No, and I don't think the quarterback has the stature to ask it. All right. So, so that's the first part of it. But now I'll play for you the second part. How will it affect the Eagles in a game they have to win? They don't just have to win, by the way. They have to win and play like they did when they were 13-1. and one. 
Absolutely. They have to win. It's not enough to win by a field goal against the scrubs on the Giants. That doesn't win you anything. You have to build confidence back after two bad games, especially the New Orleans game. Don't you, Barrett? Absolutely. They have to play at a high level. They have to get back to the fundamental football they were playing. I mean, look what Dallas did last year. Right. You know, they, they played all their starters up until the middle of the third quarter. Yep. When the game that we already locked up a playoff spot. Right. And, and you don't get any momentum. They need momentum right now in the worst way going into this postseason. They do. It may be provided by the return of the MVP of the league, Jalen Hurts. We'll get to that a little bit later. Here was Brandon Graham yesterday talking about how you have to put aside what you saw and play your best football. Things happen in his life. I mean, there's so many things that's going to happen even more in our lives, and we just got to keep pressing. I mean, when, when people pass on in our family and, you know, you grieve and all that stuff, and it's like, you know, you still have to keep moving forward because your job continues. I mean, you know, our purpose here uh, is, is still our purpose, and we got to make sure every day that we just, you know, control what we can. And so right now controlling what we can is checking on him, making sure that he's good, uh, but, you know, giving him that time, his family that time to – Make sure that, uh, you know, we, we give him that respect, but we got to work while we're doing it, too. All right. So the, uh, he is, uh, as usual, he's kind of a spokesman for the emotional side of the team. And he's saying, you know, uh, we now have to move on. And it's probably going it is going to be easier because it looks like Hamlin is going to be OK, mm-hmm. I think, long term. Yeah. We don't know for sure. All we know is he has survived a couple of days now. And his uh, family is saying he's doing better. And then you got Fletcher Cox, who's in the middle, bang and bye. There's some nastiness going on in the middle of the line there, right, Barrett? Absolutely. There's a lot of stuff going on in there with those big guys. Well, let's say each play is equivalent to a car wreck, a 20-mile-an-hour car wreck each play. So Ouch. That's, that's like 60 car wrecks that you're playing in throughout a game. All right, so could I go there with an airbag? Would that work for me? <laughs> I wish I did have one. But oh. no. <laughs> what if they put an airbag on your shoulder pads? Well, you know they, they had probably them. have them. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're pretty close to it. Right. Remember the bubble they had? The bubble yeah. that they were right. using as uh, camp? Oh God, yes. <laughs> and, anyway, here's Fletcher Cox talking about understanding the risk when you play in the NFL. I mean, think everybody thinks they're really these big bad guys. You know, I mean, we are, but at the same time, you know, we have emotions. You know. We have people. We have problems. We have real life problems. We have, you know, some guys have struggled with mental health issues and, you know, things that they all go through. You know, but I think at the end of the day that, uh, you know, it's it's a real violent sport. You know, football is a violent sport. Here's uh, here's where we are. Just so you know, going into this game on Sunday, the, 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 it is going to be played. Uh, there was some questions even yeah. through yesterday. It is going to be played. Right now, the most likely scenario is that the game on Monday Night Football will be canceled. They will not resume the game, and somehow they will use percentages to determine who's getting the uh, right pairings. That's the latest Mm. information on Pro Football Talk this morning, that they're probably going to just cancel that game and continue with the schedule as it is right now. So I I don't know if that's fair or not fair, but that's probably what they're going to do. So that's where we are right now. So now we're asking ourselves the question, well, coming up on the biggest game the Eagles are playing this season, how's it going to affect them? Is it going to in some way make it even harder for them to find their way back from the way they were the first 14 games? Let us start out at the bottom. And this is a Giants fan, Adrian. So we'll start with Adrian. Hi, Adrian. How are you today? Uncle Angelo. Are you excited for the game Sunday? No, not really, man. You know. You're not. Nah. I mean, you got to look at the bigger picture. 
I mean, we in. Um, ain't nothing we can do to change where we're going to be. We're going to be six. Uh, yeah, I think, you know, um, I, I would love to stick it to you guys. Cause y'all stick it to us every chance y'all get on right. every level. But, I mean, then what happened on Monday, man, it, it's, it's, it's just been a tough, a tough, you know, it's, it's been a tough couple of days, man, for, for, for the whole world, actually, because, you know, everybody's watching football. Um, I don't know, man. It took, it took a lot of my thunder out. Uh, I wish I probably could have talked to y'all Monday morning instead of now. Maybe I'd have had a little bit more thunder, but I'm, I'm glad I probably didn't because it probably have been real unsensitive, some of the things I probably would have said. But uh, I, uh, we're all, Let me tell you something, Adrian. When something like this happens, we're all on eggshells. You understand? Because we love these games so much that in a moment of uh, moronic thinking (laughs) you will suddenly place the game above the health of the people Mm -hmm. and we can't do that but adrian do you think the giants which way do you think this affects the giants i had the feeling that dable was going to play his starters at least at the beginning to keep them you know they're playing pretty well right now to keep them going and maybe you see that and go why am i going to do that let's just wait till the playoffs uh i just think that um you know, right now we have we have a successful season. I mean, we won four games last year. We had nine now. We actually in the playoffs. So I think you know what he set out to do was to get us in the playoffs and get us an opportunity and a chance to you know to compete. I think we competed all year long. So uh, you know, I, I, I'm gonna tell you though, Angelo. You know, these last two weeks, you know, with our hurts, um, I guess that'll go out go out the window. What Michael Parsons said is a system. No, it's not a system. It's actually gelling hurts. Making very things true. happen. Very, um, very true. Adrian, I would uh, I would have you play for the contest, but you're a Giants fan, and I'm not about to put you in the Dover Kibba. Yeah, that would not have gone down, no, down well no, at all. No, we don't right? like that. No, that would not have mm-hmm. gone down well. So <laughs> you don't get to name a song that has a city or a state in it. 215-592-9494. There's so many ramifications, though, including one I haven't heard a lot of people talking about. I want to roll that out when we come back. We're going to give you the question of the day. And then I'm going to acknowledge something later in this hour, Al, that I'm not proud of. Uh-oh. But I still really care about the game Sunday. Should I feel bad about that? No. Should I think that I'm less of a person? Because this stuff still matters so much to me. I don't think me. you can be less of a Dang person. It, Al, you know what? <laughs> I haven't worked with you much the last month. It meant a lot to me that I still have that place in your life of priorities. <laughs> 215 592 WIP Sports Dive 616. Home shows provide homeowners the deepest discounts of the year on remodeling projects. And right now, Window Nation is bringing home show savings right into your home. Schedule a free, no obligation in home demonstration today and lock in this incredible offer. Get two free windows with every two you buy with no limit. Plus, pay no interest for 60 months. Imagine the savings and costs and lower energy bills, but you don't just have to imagine how beautiful new Window Nation windows will look in your home. You can actually see it. Use their free virtual visualizer at windownation.com slash home show. Upload a picture of your house and try out hundreds of options online. Get design tips from the experts and learn how Window Nation's Trained installation specialists have helped over 150,000 homes with over 96% satisfaction. 
Call Window Nation today, 866-90-NATION, or go to windownation.com slash home show. Get two windows free with every two you buy and pay no interest for 60 months. That's five full years. Window Nation, proud to be endorsed by Jalen Hurts. Brought to you by Meridian Bank. Jalen Hurts listed as a limited participant at the Eagles walkthrough on Wednesday. Inquirer's Jeff McClain reporting Hurts took all the first team reps. Hurts, of course, has missed the last two games, both losses. Birds wrap up the regular season Sunday at home against the Giants, 425. Sixers without Joel Embiid beat the Pacers, 129-126 in overtime. James Harden with 26. Embiid dealing with left foot soreness. Meridian Bank's regional presence and community touch pair perfectly with business and entrepreneurial success. Find out why Meridian could be the right fit for your business at meridianbanker.com. NBC 10 first alert forecast, mix of sun and clouds, a high of 60. It is currently 54. To stream 94 WIP, tell your smart speaker to play 94 WIP. Welcome back at 622 right now. And we are not in the studio. Rhea's in the studio yes. monitoring all developments and taking care of stuff. And we are out here in Morristown, New Jersey at the Lopez McGue Law Firm. And uh, it's right on Flint Avenue. And these guys, Al, are elite lawyers yeah. who often deal in malpractice issues. Oh. So uh, they are, I would say, the arch enemy of doctors. Hmm. And as you know, Al, I didn't like doctors or lawyers. So today I'm on the lawyer's side. Okay. <laughs> so, oh, they, so they brought us bagels. But I, and they did. <laughs> and spread. Spread. They, yeah. are, oh. they are one uh, big hoagie away from getting our full support. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's how we work here. Uh, Ava Graham, yes. we have a couple of questions today. What's the first one? We do, and it's brought to you by Armin Chevrolet. Armin Chevrolet wishes all a happy and healthy new year. Thank you to the Delaware Valley for over 22 years of support. Find your words to Armin Chevrolet. Do you think Jalen Hurts will play on Sunday against the Giants? Yes or no? It is a monumentally important question because, well, we watched Gordon Minshew last week, mm-hmm. and we don't need another week of that. So here's the thing. I'll give you an update. Nick Sirianni, take this for what it's worth, Al. Nick is not showing his cards. Okay. Here's what he said about Nick, uh, about his uh, – MVP quarterback starting on Sunday. We'll, we'll still keep that day by day. We don't have to make a decision yet. Um, and we're going to see how this week goes, and we'll see how today's uh, walkthrough goes of, of everything. And then, you know, tomorrow we'll see a little bit more because we'll be um, more than a walkthrough. We'll be practicing. And so, you know, we'll get a better idea here within the next couple of days. The correct response to our first question of the day is yes. Yes. He will play. Al, you with me on that, right? Unless he gets hurt at practice. No doubt. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's – you're right. That would that would change it. Yeah. If his arm is not 100% and yeah. his shoulder hurts and it starts hurting, yeah, they can't play him. But assuming all that, he's probably past that point yeah. now. Anyway, yeah. he will play. Barrett Brooks, will uh, Hurts play at Sunday? Absolutely. Is there no. any doubt in your mind? Nothing on God's green earth is going to stop him from <laughs> no. playing and locking his body. I'm going to tell you something. If they said to him he couldn't play, he'd dress anyway and sneak onto the field and go into the huddle. They'd end up be, with 12 men on the field. Do you remember what Billy right. King used to tell us? Like Sometimes what? they had to hide Allen yes. Iverson's jersey. Allen would go in even <laughs> when he was not cleared and try to get into the game. You're 100% right. Rhea, no question, right? He's no playing. question. Correct. No question whatsoever. Just so you know, 
That's where we are right now at Hertz. It is only an essential question for the game on Sunday. And the other thing I want to ask people about, and especially you, Barrett, and you, Rhea. Barrett Brooks, you have a couple of adult sons yes. who uh, did play football. Absolutely. If they were small now and you had seen what happened on Monday Night Football, would it give you pause to let them play football when they were kids? I'd be trying to raise the next Tiger Woods then. You would, yeah, huh? Yeah, or John McEnroe. Are they playing tennis, hockey? I mean, not hockey, but tennis, baseball, or, or golf. How hard was it for you to green light them when they were younger? Was it hard? No, it wasn't. It wasn't yeah. because I saw the game differently then. You know, I wanted them to play, you know, and, and it worked out against me, actually, because everybody expected my sons to be what I was, you know, and it was kind of unfair. So my youngest son, he took a different route. He wanted to, he, he became a better wrestler. And my ah. oldest son, he's like, you know what? I, I'm not built for this football stuff. I'm an engineer. So he went, he's a sound engineer. Good for him. Nice. Good for him. <laughs> Rhea Hughes, right, yes. your son is in the, exactly that age mm-hmm. level where they start to say, and I want to play middle middle school uh, football. I want to play tackle football. I want to go to football leagues. What do you tell him? Well, he's always been very slight. Like now he's tall mm. and thin, but he's it was always a, like a little kid. I, I would if he wanted to play, I'd have to let him play. You I'd would. be I'd be afraid. Yeah. But you know, I, if he wanted to play, I would let him play. But when you see what happened Monday night, doesn't oh, it make I would you be go, a mess. Oh, makes I, it worse, right? No, I would be a total mess on the sidelines or in the stands every single time. <laughs> right, like right now, there is probably still some kids league somewhere. I don't know. It's kind of past the normal season for the kids league. Mm-hmm. But if there's any kids playing, their parents are holding their breath yeah. every snap of the ball because of what they saw Monday night. It changes a lot of the way you see things. All right, let's go back to the folks. Scott's up from Barrington. Hi, Scotty. Brother Angela, morning crew. Brother B, what's good with you? Good, good. What's going on now? Nothing much, man. I'm just uh, trying to see this chess match that uh, the Eagles and the Giants are playing against each other. Um, it's going to be interesting. Um, Brother B, um, but, but, but with the Eagles, you're strategizing. Of course, Sirianni's not – you're probably going to – I already heard you say, but I'm going to ask you again. You're probably going to play Hurts because we saw what happened the last two games. You want, you're going to start Hurts maybe a full game or half a game. Until they get a, a, a comfortable lead that uh, they can take out the starters. You know, we've done that in the past. But you got to play Hurts, number one, because he hadn't played in two weeks. Number two, uh, you, you got to lock this game up. You know, we've seen, you know, a lot of stuff happen with teams going into the playoffs cold, and you don't want that to happen. You want to be getting – and playing their best ball going into the playoffs. So he needs to go out there and make a big, big difference in the game. Barrett, I, I have the most radical idea that ever occurred to me. Let me <laughs> I want to run it by you. On Sunday, the Eagles put Hurts out there and run the ball a lot <laughs> and keep running the ball w- uh, with this great run-blocking offensive line and a terrific 1,200-yard running back I mean, commit to the run. Therefore, far less danger for Hurts. He eases his way back in, and you probably win easily because running the ball remains a strength of the team, even though they really use it. How about that plan? And from your mouth to God's thank ears. You. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. thank you. You Rhea. really think that's going to happen? No. Not for a chance. And I don't get it. I don't, you know how many emails? Rhea, I've gotten so many emails from people sending me stats of how much better the Saints are against the pass than the run. 
and openly questioning why these people spend a week game planning and not featuring the friggin' run. Here's what's bizarre to me. So when you talk to Nick Sirianni, I guess on Tuesday, yeah. he said uh, that Miles Sanders was limited. He had the knee brace on. Yeah. So let me see if I get this right. Your best running back, you know, 1,200-yard r- rushing back, has a knee brace. And on the very first play, you have him in blitz protection. But you're <laughs> yeah, limiting him right. because of his knee. Yeah. yeah. And none of it made sense. I mean, I None of it. it. That game plan. I'll tell you right now. Mm-hmm. If you got a, a room of parakeets <laughs> and, and a big board and you said to the parakeets, set up a game plan for the Eagles against the Saints, mm-hmm. they could not have done worse. No. They, well, the parakeets couldn't have. They did run the ball the whole one, uh, one series. One series. Oh yeah. Oh, we see. We're featuring the run one series. Yeah. They missed by one yard. Well, I we're would, done with yeah, that. I we're not gonna be doing that yeah, again. It's important. That this game. Oh. I don't know about this game though. I mean, yeah. aren't you? Did aren't you? Don't you want Hurts to get back in some I sort do. of rhythm? In his time. Yeah, but, there's not the, but this pro- is. But this I'm is, in no hurry here. This is the last game. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Al, Which one passed? He will something? throw the ball. Yeah. He will throw the ball. Don't encourage. You're making it worse. You're encouraging them to do the only thing they want to do. Yeah, throw, but, throw, 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 yeah, throw. That's all I'm saying. All right, Scott, I need a song that has in it the name of a city or a state. When I train the Georgia. Oh. Anyway, you could sing a little of that, Scott. I don't think I would, but I don't uh, want to run you guys off the air. Uh, Maybe fine. Ava can do it. Midnight Train of Georgia is an awesome song. Stay right there. We are off and running for the Novacare tickets. Anthony's up next. Hi, Anthony. Hey, Angelo. How we doing? We're doing fine, Anthony. I'm uh, very nervous about Sunday. Uh, whenever that happens, I know I'm enjoying the football season. And join the club on that one. I think everyone in Philadelphia is nervous as hell right now. <laughs> We are because what we saw Sunday is not the team that won 13 games. It wasn't even close to it. Uh, it was the, the O-line having problems, and Gardner was not playing like, like he was against Dallas. But I, I do think the Saints are really good against the pass, and I was originally calling to say that I think we should start Gardner again so we don't, you know, uh, hurt, hurt for the playoffs. But the more I was thinking about it, you know, I – think your revelation of actually running the ball and having Jalen start would be a genius idea. But I do think we need to get, you know, Jalen some time to go against a, a full speed defense opposed to just in practice before the playoffs so he's not too cold. All right, listen, Anthony, um, and I'm glad we provide a service here today by convincing you that using Minshew another week was not a good idea. All right, Anthony. This, if you don't use Hurts on Sunday, and regardless of what happens after that, he's coming in cold in the playoffs with three games off. You don't want that. He is. The second thing is you are frustrating your MVP by not allowing him to bail his team out with one more victory. To me, Al, if he wins Sunday, and I got a whole thing I want to do on this right. a little later. If he wins Sunday, the, the debate about MVP is over. Do you uh, understand? Ross told us Agreed. yesterday it's over. It's but over. Not in a good way. It. It's over for Mahomes, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Well, no. Those are dumb people. Well, because uh, if you are – hold on. <laughs> if you're 14-1, and one, yeah. if your team is great primarily because you're great, yeah. that's what an MVP is. Yeah. It's that Mahomes is, does that every year. No. Well, it's Mahomes, not even – uh, well, Don't could, get me going. Yeah, Anthony, give me a yes, song. Sir. 
a song with a city or a state in, like New York, New York. How about Viva Las Vegas? Oh, Ooh. nice one. Any, any way you could croon a little bit of that, Ant? Viva Las Vegas. Wow. That was better than Scott, Ant. <laughs> Stay right there, buddy. Let's try Troy next at the Northeast. Hi, Troy. Hey, Andrew. What's going on, brother? How you guys doing? I'm doing fine, Troy. Uh, I'm not supposed to, I guess, but I'm still really looking forward to football on Sunday. I love a big game. I got you. Listen, before I talk about Jalen and the, the wounded, the walking wounded, let me ask Barrett a question since he's part of the fraternity. Barrett, is it true that they have a a, a, a piece of equipment that can actually protect the Hamlin from the uh, chest blow? No. <laughs> they no. did not have that? Or they no. don't have it when they, you played? They, they didn't have what I played. I don't think that they have. I mean, Do they have a chest plate? Thing. They, I mean, it, you have to have a, a reason for it. Like, you know, okay. if you have a bruised sternum or something, they can give you a plate, and it's just—it's nothing but some, some, uh, you know, fiberglass that they mold into your into your shoulder pads. And I mean, that's all it is—just to protect your um, your chest from getting hit, or if you have some bruised ribs or something like that. It's nothing yeah. that they have that'll—you can't protect your body from doing something that's not supposed to be doing all the time. You know, that's why helmets—you'll never find a a completely safe helmet, shoulder pads. I mean, it's. The human body is just not meant to do the things we do on a football field. Very, pro- That's the right point. Yep. You have to accept that if you play the game, right? Absolutely. You're Absolutely. doing things that put you at risk. Yep. No way around it. it. Troy, it. do you it, it, have a song for me? I do got a song. Uh, okay. My song is uh, Hotel California. Uh, Al loves that song. I love that song, too. <laughs> I, love that. I love the guitar at the beginning of that. Al, is that a nice guitar at the beginning of the song? It's one of my favorite reggae songs. <laughs> That's not reggae. It is reggae. Listen, that guitar. It's not reggae. You don't like it, do you? Uh, it's, it's just kind of played out a little. Can I be honest with you? Your snobby behavior goes beyond <laughs> that's, not, that's not even a, uh, I didn't realize you were snobbing in, in music, too. No, I'm not. I'm just telling you. I, I like it. It's fine. I never knew. Al, Al that's a classic song. Yeah, it is. He, he questioned <laughs> my song when I first came in, my, my, my artist. What was yeah. your artist? Uh, Michael McDonald. Oh, come on. Sol- that's a great... Sultry voice, man. Al, that's soul music. <laughs> yeah. Wrong with you. 215-592-9494. When we return... I'm going to put my cards on the table. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a weak man, and I think I'm going to speak for a lot of people when I say. What is it? Even now, in a, in a, in a week of great perspective for sports fans, mm-hmm. I still really care about a big game. Oh, yeah. WIP Sports <laughs> Time, 636. Hey, one of the things I love about betting on the NFL, and you're going to, too, is that you always find new player or game props that you absolutely love. And that goes right through this whole regular season in the playoffs whenever. And what's cool about FanDuel Sportsbook, and that's in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, is you can combine these props with other bets from the same game to score an even bigger payout, and that's perfect for Sunday's games. Hey, look, quarterback, I think he's coming back. Maybe he gets that rushing TD again, rushing yards, passing yards, whatever it is. I think he's looking to have the big one to end that season on a positive note, so that's where you want to put your parlay. It's just one of the reasons I bet with FanDuel. It's really, really easy to use. iPhone, iPad, this, that, the other thing. One, two, three, you're in. It's safe, and when you win, you get your winnings quickly. FanDuel Sportsbook is, of course, the official partner of 94 WIP. I love this app. No feeling like nailing a same-game parlay bet. So lock in your bet today on FanDuel. New to FanDuel. Sign up today with the promo code AL for your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's promo code AL. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Join 864. 
Welcome back. We are in Morristown, New Jersey today. The Lopez McHugh Law Firm, 214 Flynn Avenue in Morristown, is hosting us today as part of our Eagles mm-hmm. Radiothon. They made an extremely generous contribution yes, to the Eagles' causes, and we are here for that reason, and we're thrilled to be here, and they are tremendous hosts. A little later, Al, I'm hoping to get a lawyer on here or something, but There's a couple they, told me, no, they told me already that if, if I put them on, I'm on the clock. This is a very, very, very high-level yeah. law firm, yeah. so that would be pricey. Yeah, you're, uh, you're retiring. See if they have a divorce lawyer here. <laughs> yeah. no, Al, Al, don't do Al, I'm worried about that. Don't bring it up. All right. I would now like to throw myself on the mercy of the audience, oh, okay, all right? Yeah. Because every once in a while, I realize that deep down, mm-hmm. I'm a very superficial human being. Right okay. Now. And my first indication of that was many years ago when I chose as my career to be involved in sports. Okay. So I was a sports writer. Now I'm in radio, sports talk at all this time. Okay. And I did it because I didn't want to deal with real life. Oh. I did not want, you understand, I went into this and I went to a very good school. They said, we would like you to cover wars. And we would like you to be in Europe at a a news agency. And we want you to be uh, uh, Very serious stuff. They were very serious. That would have helped diplomacy in the world. Well, I don't think. (laughs) (laughs) And and I went, no, no, I think I would like to cover games. And they went, well, okay, fine. Never say that again at this school. Mm -hmm. It was Columbia Journalism School. And they said, never say that because we don't think it's a great idea. Ironically, Mike Sielski's coming up at 7 now. He did the same thing I did many years later. Ah. He, he went into sports after going to Columbia. They don't want you to do it. I only did it because I did not want to deal with life. They didn't go death. out of business, that Columbia school? They, they should have by now, right? But, Al, I, I didn't want to deal with life and death. I didn't want to deal. I want to watch a game yep. and understand that whether they lost or won, yeah. whether it was devastating or exhilarating, mm-hmm. it was just a game. Yeah. And now we, every once in a while, whether we want it or not, we're confronted with something like what happened on Monday Night Football. Right. And I have a very difficult time at that point being a human being and a fan at the same time. Because mm-hmm. if you're a human being, you're going, what happened on a field? That's all that matters. Yeah. There's other stuff. Yeah, Who for... won a sports event? Who cares? Yeah, right? nobody cared about the score of that game. Yeah. But then, like, then a couple of days go by. Now it's Thursday. Yeah. And my normal process is to start to really get excited about a football game, let alone the most important game of the year, the game that determines whether or not you get to buy the first seed, you have a real chance to win the championship. And and it's like, yeah, but don't go there. This is more important. This is, And I'm, I'm having a really hard time not looking forward to a football game the way a good human being would. Because, you know what I'm saying? Are you, Rhea, you're following this. You know me pretty well, right? Uh, but I don't think you're different than anybody else. I don't, honestly. but I'm trying to make it more public so people that feel the way I do don't feel like they're well, alone. You can, you two know? things can be true at the same time. You can feel horrible feel about horrible. what happened. And you can sit down on Sunday and watch the game. you got to move on. Yeah, you do. And, and I, that's why I was asking Barrett before. If you're a player, I said to Barrett during one of the breaks, I went, Barrett, during the week, are they discussing this in the locker room? What happened to Hamlin? Are they are they talking about it in meetings? 
And you said they can't, right? They got to move on. They got to focus on a game, and you won't be doing that if you're looking at the other thing. They, they are human, and you, yeah. and they look at it. Uh, but once the game plan was getting put in, right. now they got to get back to watching tape and, and, and being involved with football. They have to take care of their family, just like his family has to take yeah. care of him. And that's just the human side of it has to go kick in and 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 and. and put you the humanity of your family and the needs of your family, which you have to do to feed your yeah. family. This is the last week that some of these guys are going to get paid. So they got to make sure they get some more checks going into this. That's you very know, this good is the point. last week, you know, last week they get paid. All right. Let me uh, give you, cause it's funny what was going on yesterday in the Eagles locker room. Uh, the uh, players were dealing with two entirely separate issues. Yeah. Uh, one was what happened to Hamlin. And the other was getting ready for a big game. Yeah. So I just played for you a moment ago, Fletcher Cox saying, we know every day when we go out on the field, it's a violent game. We are, we are putting ourselves at risk when we do that. And then in the next breath, he's got to talk about the game. Yeah. And here's what he said about facing the Giants. I mean, maybe it is our opener. Maybe, maybe, maybe we needed another reality check. Uh, and, and, the, and the truth is, is now we have it. Now how do we respond? You know, uh, now we, we face it. You know, I wouldn't say it's adversity, but now we get a chance to go play the Giants. Um, with a lot of stake for us. So, um, you know, obviously we're already there, but obviously, we, you know, the other thing is we want the playoffs to run through the link, which is, which would be awesome. So uh, we just got to focus, man. We know they'll come here ready to, ready to roll. It don't matter if they're playing their starters or not. Um, I know that we are playing, so just, you know, be ready to go on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, that's just football talk. He's talking about adversity, not what happened to Hamlin. He's talking about how badly they played last week. I still don't fully understand that. I do not understand how they played that game in that spot with so much at stake. And they also cost themselves a much higher draft pick. Oh, yeah. They blew that, too. <laughs> right. yeah. They blew so much by playing that badly. Absolutely. It makes me not trust the coaches because the coaches did not have the team ready to play. Nine-minute drive, four and out, four three and outs in a row. That's not having your team ready to play. Unbelievable. This is going to be very interesting. And then – uh, Brandon Graham said he, he asked the fans to step up and help the team. We got to bring the noise. Uh, you know, we got to make sure that we keep ourselves, our morale up because uh, we know that we can get the job done. We just got to make sure uh, that we know that we got to prove it each and every week, and it's not just going to come. Last time we was prepared, last time we was together, and, and, we, and you know, that's what we got to make sure we do. Keep that energy up because um, that's what's going to help us do your job. And here's the most amazing thing that came out of the locker room yesterday with the Eagles. Uh, uh, Josh Sweat was in a not diff a lot different situation than Demar Hamlin was, and that was on Sunday. He was on the field, mm -hmm. long break, several times they had to go to break. They had they thought he might have a severe neck injury. It was so quiet in the stadium. To paralysis, yeah. Rhea said it was like a. It, it was it, like a Morgan. It was there. the no quietest I'd ever heard it. Nothing, right? No one, yeah. everybody was, was petrified. Yeah. He, he got off the field. Uh, he seems to be okay. They checked him out. All the extremities are fine. Yesterday, Nick Sirianni is talking about Josh Sweat. Keep in mind, after what happened to Sweat, Sweat the next day, that happened to him. Right. And listen to what Nick said about Sweat. Hey, Josh was in here today. Um, no update as far as where he is. Uh you know, as far as anything there, we'll we'll just continue to take it day by day. Obviously, he, we all know, you know, with what what happened to him on on Sunday. Uh, but you know, it was good to see him back in here today and uh, the smile on his face. And um, 
probably going to be bugging me to play. Uh, we'll, we'll see, but uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll take that day by day. Uh, I'm glad he's back, uh, in the building with his teammates. How many, how he wants to play. Well, yeah, if he's healthy. He wants to play. He's yeah. a hell of a football player. Yeah, he he's had a great season. Doctor's got to get the green light. One week later, after witnessing what he barely escaped from, serious, serious injury, and then Hamlin, serious, serious ramifications on a horrible hit. He wants to play. They all want to play. They all want to play, right, Barrett? Well, they do. You know, I mean, and it's not unprecedented. Like, this injury is unprecedented. Yeah. You know, them seeing a player on the field, they're doing, you know, CPR on a player. That's, right. that's totally different from – you know, anything I've ever seen, these players have seen, you know what I'm saying, since they've been playing. But it's not unprecedented that we've had to go through things like this to keep going. You know, you had 9-11. People had to come back from Oh, that. Yeah, yeah. You've had COVID, the whole COVID thing, social injustice. That the league has been able to maneuver and, and, and pick their way through these all these situations. So they know what to do. They probably already told the teams what they're going to do. And they just haven't presented it to us as fans. Right. So you just mentioned all these horrible uh, American tragedies, right? Yep. Do you know in all those periods, I was still looking forward to the next game and, and caring as much as <laughs> I did at all? No, I always did. Yeah. My yeah. first reaction is sports provides for me the escape from that that makes my life comfortable. Absolutely. And, I, and, and it's the same thing applies to this week. That's what I'm trying to say. Al? I don't want to feel shame at really counting the days till the game, but that's the way I'm wired. That's the way everybody is. Are when, they really? That's hard to believe. You're I don't normal, know. but I mean, I may be normal you, you in are, this one thing. It, it's the worst thing you can do is stop. I guess. Yeah. If, I don't know. If you if you stop, Ow, that's wow, all you yeah, think. Right. Of, all yeah. you think about is the I bad stuff. I feel a little guilty, no. but I'm being honest. It still matters to me this game on Sunday. Yeah. Just as much as it did before. Billy is on the line. Uh, if I could bunch him in here. Hi, Billy. Billy, are you there? Billy. Billy has See, that's why us. they say when you're going through hell, keep going. Otherwise, you're always in hell. Yeah, yeah, that's a very keep well going. put out. Thanks, Al. Write that down. Andy's <laughs> up from Deptford. Hi, Andy the Troll. Yo, Ed. Morning, pal. What are you feeling this morning, Andy? You know what I'm taking from these last couple weeks? I, yeah. I'm losing more confidence in the coach than ever. I think yeah. he's really showing his inexperience and him being young. You go back to the Bears game. You got your best player on the team. You give him 17 carries? How stupid was that? You go to the Cowboys game. Uh, Maddox goes down. You got Josiah Scott in the slot covering their best player, C.D. Lamb. He's beating him like a drum. Over 10 catches, over 100 yards. How about we move Darius Slay, making over 16 mil a year, move him around. He should be able to play their best receiver. Have yep. some accountability, Sirianni. Get in Jonathan Gannon's ear. You're the head coach. Make the call. See, Andy's and, and moved on. I, no, Andy, I love this call. <laughs> Andy, you're 100% right. Keep going. And when you go to this last game, right, you got Garner, non-mobility Minshew. You're running the damn read option with him? How stupid is that? Like, come on. Yep. You got to adjust to your player's skill set. I think these last couple games, he's really dropping the ball. And then you look at Hurts, right? If Hurts is injured, He's not practicing. Am I right, Barrett? If you got Absolutely. a significant, you're not practicing. So the last two weeks, the man has been hurt. I don't think he's injured. I think he's hurt and he can play. If he's if he's hurt and practicing, why isn't he in the game? If he's that injured, he would have been out there practicing. Am I 100% right, Barrett? Correct. Yes, you're right. You're right, so Barrett. What, so, 
So what is he it, doing? Like, come on, Sirianni. You better wake up if you're going to be one and done in the playoffs. I think he just dropped the ball as far as he – the expectation was this team is good enough to win yeah. without Hurts, and that was his expectation. If he'd have known that um, how much of a, of a, of a factor Jalen Hurts not being on the field would be, then he probably would have played Jalen Hurts just uh, Let last me week. give you the dumbest thing, Andy. Andy, before they snapped the ball, fourth and one, midfield, they're down three, fourth quarter. I knew they were not going to execute that uh, quarterback sneak because it was not Hurts, it was Minshew, and he looked like a little bug on the ground around <laughs> all these animals. It was a, it was ridiculous. Then he came on the show Al, on Tuesday. You know what he said? I would do it all over again. <laughs> well, then you would lose again. Yeah. Learn yeah. from your mistakes. That was dumb. They called the game as if Hurts was the quarterback. Yeah, he, he's been doing some dumb stuff. But what about oh. defensively? I'm so tired of Darius Slay. Why don't he follow the best You're wide right. receiver like all these other top cornerbacks? You think John isn't following around the best wide receiver on the opposing team? He shut down Justin Jefferson. Hey, Darius, wake yeah. up. Let's make a play. Thank you, Andy. Great job. Great call. Give me a song I, with a city or a, or a state in it. All right, you, you got to go with the South Jersey-Philly connection. How about Streets of Philadelphia from Bruce? Oh, Streets of Philadelphia, tremendous song by Bruce Springsteen. Put that one down. We're one hour through this at the end. Ava Graham will sing a medley of your selections, the top five, then we'll put them in a hat, pull it out. Somebody's going to the Novacare luxury box to see the game. When we return, Mike Sealski, Al, Mm -hmm. is more profound than we are. Yeah, he has. And he may have a way to balance all this stuff out at the same time. He's next. 215-592-9494. Let me tell you about my friends at Pond Lee Hockey Geodato because they have helped over 100,000 clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. 250 years of combined courtroom experience with Sam Pond and his team at Pond Lee Hockey Geodato. They have recovered billions of dollars for their injured clients. It's real simple how they do it. They bring you in. They know you're frustrated. You, you got injured on the job, and you're not getting the money you need. So they sit you down, and they let you tell them your story. Then they will take the details of that story and the passion you feel about it, and they'll win for you. That's what Sam Ponder's team have been doing for years and years and years. So if you're facing a legal problem, call Pond Lee Hockey, the most successful workers' compensation law firm of Pennsylvania, 800-568-7500, 800-568-7500, Brought to you by MHS Lift. Eagles held a walkthrough on Wednesday in advance of their key regular season finale against the Giants. After missing two games with a shoulder injury, Jalen Hurts listed as a limited participant, though the Inquirer's Jeff McClain reports Hurts took all the first team reps. We will talk to Jason Kelsey at 8 a.m. live here on the WIP Morning Show. Sixers held off the Pacers 129-126 to in overtime. MHS Lift is hiring for experienced technicians. Looking to join a winning team with great culture and leadership? Visit MHSLift.com today. That's MHSLift.com. NBC 10 first alert forecast. Mix of sun and clouds. A high of 60. It is currently 54. To stream 94 WIP, tell your smart speaker to play 94 WIP.